Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Padron, that's Fat Cigar you've been listening to, and that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in Hooks, New Hampshire. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google, wherever you get your podcast from. Google. We're pretty much everywhere. Uh, Google. I kind of uh, <laughs> ran out of air there for a minute. Uh, like I said, I'm Pastor Padron. I'm here with my co-hosts, Nick and Dave. We have both Sam the Barman and Bree from the 724 Lounge. And tonight, dun, dun, dun. we have the lovely and knowledgeable Lady of the Leaf, Yvonne Ramey from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust with us tonight. How are you doing, Yvonne? I'm doing excellent, and it's technically Ramey. Ramey? Ramey. Is that yeah. French? Ramey. It is French. Ah, I'm yes. not French, it's but it's French. I am a linguist. <laughs> I'm not French, it's just my name that's French. Yeah, my parents almost called me Amy. They Amy were afraid, Ramey? They were afraid mm-hmm. I'd be Amy Ramey. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you have to think about middle school when you're naming your kids. You do. You do. I, I, I think I've shared it on the show before. I, I, I knew a kid who's, who, his name was Teddy Bear. <laughs> oh. Poor guy. That's Sweet awesome. Theodore Bear. Teddy Bear. And, and he ended up being six foot four and 350 pounds. So yeah, probably oh, no, is a bear. Really? When he grew up, nobody called him Teddy. No. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I some people did. I bet somebody yeah. called him Teddy. Yeah. His, his wife. My, my aunt. Yeah, he became Theo when he got out of school. My aunt <laughs> I know, right? uh, knew somebody whose name was Brighton Early. Wow. Can you imagine oh, damn. the cruel, thoughtless parents that Brighton had? <laughs> We're naming gonna, your kid Brighton Early. We're going to get hate mail now. Brighton Early. <laughs> I'm an night owl, Mom. You totally misnamed me. Anyway, we are here uh, smoking the Todos Las Dias Double Wide Bellicoso. And let me tell you a little bit about uh, this cigar. Right from the web- website, um, it says that the Todos Las Dias is my, and when I say my, I am talking Steve Saka. <laughs> In the words of Steve Saka, he says, my personal Spanglish translation meaning all the days. For me, this spicy Nicaraguan puro reflects no pretentious airs or any of that notes of pencil lead with a hint of fennel nonsense. It is an honest, hardworking cigar intended to be smoked by men who know what it means to be a cigar smoker and never give a damn about what others think. A supple, sun-grown Cuban seed kappa encapsulates its intricate tripa recipe of rich jalapa and esteliano tobaccos. From the first puff, there is no doubt of the origin of this cigar or that it is intended solely for the seasoned cigar smoker. So says Mr. Saka. 
He's the man. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rapper is a Nicaraguan sun-grown uh, Criollo, and the binder and filler are both Nicaraguan. It is a Bellicoso, three and three quarters by 60. It's a short, stubby little cigar. And uh, Sam, you've brought something from the uh, bar for us to pair with this, since you uh, got some extra sleep this week. Right? <laughs> oh, good. That sounds like it was a story. Uh, oh, I did. It was. I brought uh, High West Campfire to, High West to pair Campfire. with this. This right? is my favorite. This is Dan's favorite, so that works out beautifully. Just a baby shot. It is a blend. I'm sorry, Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, I don't hate you this week. <laughs> it is a blend Last of week we hated you. bourbon, <laughs> rye, and scotch. All, mm. all the three of them blended together. Mm. They say being the only one like it on earth, according to High West. Damn, um, that's good. Mm. Right? You get the sweetness of the bourbon, you get the spice of the rye, and you yeah. get the smoke of scotch. It's a, it really is a, oh, a stunning mix. That Pretty good. is amazing. It goes with just about everything. Wow. But does it go well with this cigar, I wonder? Ooh. Hmm. My, my, my. Um, what are we... Uh, what are we thinking about the cigar and the pairing right off the top here? Nick, do you want to actually talk and tell us what you're thinking about the pairing? The sweetness between the drink and the cigar coincide with each other. Um, get a little bit of the spice from both the drink and the cigar. Um, you definitely get a little bit of earthiness in there on the cigar. Definitely. Definitely. Um, full body, for sure. Full body, for sure. This has got to be his the most full body cigar he makes, right? Yes, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, Not this particular <laughs> Vitola, but yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but this this series. Yes. Yeah, it's got I, that nicotine kick to it. It gives you it a little, does. gives you a little kick. You, you Plenty wait, of what he calls vitamin N. Yes, vitamin N. <laughs> I love it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm enjoying it with both the pairing, uh, the 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 scotch, not scotch, but bourbon, bourbon, bourbon whiskey. first, bourbon yeah. rye scotch. <laughs> yeah, go, it, it's a whiskey blend. Bur whiskey. You, you can get you can get away with whiskey blend for sure. Whiskey blend. Bur yeah. whiskey. This is great. I love the I love the drink. I'm kind of a little mad. That I'm only getting a little bit, but it's okay. Too bad. Too bad. It's okay. Too bad. Bree, um, what's what's your thoughts? You're already an inch into this little yeah, something. I was gonna say, so um, you're kind of enjoying it. It looks like to I'm me. I'm actually loving it. Um, I think that the shape of it is really nice. Um, it smokes well. Um, being like an inch into this, it's been kind of earthy but really smooth. Um, mm. Once I took a sip of the bourbon, it brought out the spice for me, and mm -hmm. it made the retrohale uh, very sweet. But it's still very pleasant, and I think that it's an excellent pairing because you kind of get smooth spice. Now, um, Yvonne, what do you think about this cigar? Do you have anything else to add to Steve's uh, wonderful notes well, there? Totus Listius is one of my favorites. It is. It is, absolutely. I like it first thing in the morning. Ooh. Yeah, jumpstart nice. Something my day. dark and strong yeah, first yeah. thing in the morning. I mean, there are other things I like in the morning easy, too. But easy, Danny. <laughs> easy, hey. Danny. This is a kid friend, uh, kid friendly show here. Well, not really. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's, this is an adult show. I mean, we're smoking cigars, talking tobacco and liquor, so there shouldn't be any children watching this. <laughs> but I normally, I normally don't like this big of a ring gauge, but. Don't look at me like that. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but. But. 
I, I really do <laughs> like the cigar. So. Well, that's the one thing about the Bellicoso. You kind of get to enjoy the bigger ring gauge without having to have the mouthfeel of the bigger ring gauge. Right. No, that's you know? true. That's yeah. true. But, now, um, and then with the, with the drink, the drink's mm. phenomenal. Excellent choice. I absolutely love it. You like, you like it's how it's phenomenal. pairing together? Yeah, very much. Very much. Now, I'm interested to hear, you know, Sam is not the biggest cigar smoker. Um, he, he's, he's more of a, a sig dude. Oh. Uh, You've outed me, Dan. Yes, yeah, really? <laughs> But after last week, you deserve a little outing. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to bring you there. What do you think about uh, your pairing that you have done here? Do you think you've done a good job uh, to your own palate? Yeah, certainly good so far. Uh, this smoke is a, l- a little bit stiffer than what I'm yeah, this usually is a strong going cigar for. It's a pretty for, strong for cigar, you, yes. but you know I have the nicotine tolerance, so I'm not mm-hmm. terribly worried there. No. Um, but it's it's good. It's got a, a, a fairly smooth entry, you know, as you pull on it, and it and it feels nice. But it's it's also got like a real uh, backbone. As soon as you Definitely. get get into your mouth, it's you've really got a real spicy, strong, thick backbone to the smoke, which is cool. Mm. And because it's so dense and and powerful flavor wise, this uh, little whiskey mix we have here is perfect. It tastes very very sweet on the on the on the get go, just mm-hmm. because of what we're smoking anyway. And then you get that great smoke finish, sets you right back up for the cigar. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with all those comments there. Now um, to give us a little more time while we're smoking the cigar and sipping our whiskey bourbon rye campfire, uh, Yvonne. Yes. Are you willing to uh, maybe entertain some questions? Entertain? entertain? Some questions. Answering some questions? Yes. Yes? Uh, so, <laughs> you know, my first, my first question is, you know, uh, I want to know what it's like working for Mr. and Mrs. Saka. You know, it's, you know, they're a married couple and they're business owners. And, of course, you know, Steve's the big face. And I mean that in a in a in a nice way, not in a you know anyway. Um, but you know, Cindy's you know a big part of things too. But they are like polar opposite personalities, and you know, Steve's very in your face. I I'm very dogmatic and domineering, and and you know I I know what I'm talking about. And Cindy is just so sweet and supportive, and and Cindy isn't as sweet as you think she is. Really? Because that's well. This is what I'm talking about. Because you know, I I spent a lot of time with with uh, her at the uh, um, barbecue last year. Mm-hmm. I was taking care of the the retail inside, and they you know wanted to sit inside, and I was there too. and yeah, I I remember that. But they were they were both there, and so I just I couldn't believe how different she they, was they are from, very different they are very different and they truly complement each other mm-hmm. i mean they're 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 in sync yeah now you know this is the whole thing you know opposites attract yeah right but then you know we all know opposites then attack so they don't, there's, but they there's don't. gotta be there's gotta be some good they fireworks i have there. no actually i have never seen them attack is that because steve's always in his little office at the house while you're well, actually yeah, at the office well, working? that's true. I, this, <laughs> at this point in time, he works primarily out of home. He's in and out of the office every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, he graces us with his presence. But um, the majority of the time, he works from home. But Is that one of Cindy's rules? 
No, it is not. You stay home while I go to the office. No, no, we get some time. We would most of the time. We think we want Steve with us. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. when he's in a good mood. (laughs) Is that it's? He is. Is he often in a good mood? He he is often in a good mood. I see some great. Yes, he's very. So what's it like? It's not like, a, it's not like a tennis match. Like we're it's, not like... it's not like that. You just don't understand. They truly, they are in sync. And they are an amazing couple. And um, I mean, it's not even just with cigars. They do, mm. uh, you see it throughout everything that they do. Yes. You know, and I'm lucky enough to see that and be part of that. I technically am employee number four. So I call myself jokingly number four. <laughs> yeah. I'm it. I'm, I was the first non-family member. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. So how now that leads right to the next question there. How did you end up with this gig? Uh, that's an interesting story. I was living in Atlanta at the time. Had, and you wanted to move to New Hampshire. I did want to move to New Hampshire. My, why? why? That's exactly what Steve said to me. Yeah. Why? Um, in Atlanta, I was overseeing my father's health care, and it just got mm-hmm. to the point, honestly, that I needed the entire family mm-hmm. to do it. Okay. So um, my children, who are not children, young adults, they live in Massachusetts. My brother and his family are in southern Maine, and I used to vacation in New Hampshire. I love New Hampshire, mm. so I always knew I wanted to come back to New Hampshire. Okay. Um, so that was my goal. And I just kind of trusted the big guy up there, not my boss, the big guy, <laughs> <laughs> that once I sold the house and once I got here, I would find something. Yeah. However, while still in Atlanta, I went to uh, a shop that I frequent, frequented often um, because Steve Saka was going to be there. And because I. Saka? Yep. I, you know what? I was a fangirl. I still am a fangirl. I am Steve. I'm still a fangirl. But, <laughs> you know, I wanted to meet him. And mm-hmm. he was, he had this event. And after the event, the event was fabulous. After the event, everybody's kind of chilling and relaxing. And we got the opportunity to talk. Mm-hmm. And exactly that. He came up to me and he actually said that he had followed me for a couple of years on social media because I did this whole funky thing all about cigars. And, um, this whole funky thing? Yeah. What's, I, what's that? Really? I, I totally know. Um, what? <laughs> I was known as the cigar virgin. The cigar virgin? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. had no idea. <laughs> well, there was a time I was a cigar virgin. And apparently I, I asked... <laughs> well, all of us had a time when we were a cigar <laughs> <what> virgin. She <laughs> <said>. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Yeah, but you were, but you were, you were, that was kind of your Instagram handle where you did, you did, exactly, exactly. And, and I went up and down the East coast and everything was all about the shops I was at. Sure. Not just the cigars, but the shops I was at and Mm. the people I met and that kind of thing. And so he, he so he'd been following you on, on, on your Instagram and stuff like that. And he asked what I was doing in Georgia and I did event planning and all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And we talked a little bit longer and he, uh, handed me his card and told me that we needed to talk in about two weeks. And I was like, oh, okay. okay." <laughs> and he's, he's like, you might just yeah. have that job. I can nice. see him saying, not this week, not like a week and a half, that's too soon, but two weeks. 
call me in two yeah, weeks. He needs to recover. It from won't me. work until two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> you had to be aged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go talk to Cindy. That's, what, well, you know what? that's exactly what it was. That's exactly. I'm. I know that that's what happened. I'm sure he went to yeah, her and I'm said, "I'm sure it is hey, too." You know. So, mm -hmm. uh, and they were great. I flew up not that long after and sat down with both of them, and uh, they made me an offer, and here I am. So, so now that you're there at Dunbarton Tibet, which is what 30 minutes from twins yes it's it's right right if down even. the street yeah what what do you do there everything what, everything everything i wear many hats you as does everybody hats. there everybody yeah it's a very small we're, we are still small so but primarily i'm the one you call in there's myself there's somebody else called amber the two of us mm -hmm. answer the phones we'll take orders over the <laughs> there's phone. somebody else called amber <laughs> so great yeah sorry sorry amber <laughs> but, uh, okay see here we go <laughs> no it's just, it's just how you said it That's okay all. there's well, somebody else called i mean amber, i'm not but, alone you know, I'm, okay yeah all right anyway yeah, yeah. okay uh, so you're there and you do everything so answer the phone doing sales do, do events right, right. You know, um, and I'll work. I'll work. Inventory. We have and, reps throughout the country. Right. And I work with them a lot. They'll call, mm -hmm. you know, ask, you know, where's this order? You know, mm. when was the last time they ordered? Whatever. You know, I work with them and help them to do their job better. Sure. So how long have you been with them now? How long In has October this been In October will be three years. Three years. Three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. Do you plan on staying around? As long as they want me. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's I actually, good. I, I think I, you're a good fit there. I truly love my job. Yeah. I love my job. I have a huge retail background, mm -hmm. and uh, this is something completely different, but right. I thought I could really bring a lot to the job. So, and it's uh, loving cigars. I mean, oh, yeah. seriously. How did, how did you get into cigars? Well... <laughs> That's a story too. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 yeah, I mean, what attracted you to get into cigars? Well, I'm a, I was born and raised in South Florida. Okay. So, you know, everywhere you go, everybody's smoking cigars and pipes. Mm -hmm. It's just everywhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, growing up as a child, years ago, we won't say how many years ago, no, my, no. Um, I had several people in my family that were cigar smokers. Mm -hmm. And it was nothing at that time for me to tag along with them to the local shop, Lincoln Road in Miami. I was a little four-year-old, five-year-old running around the, the cigar shop, getting coffee, bringing people their papers. And I loved the smell of cigars and pipe tobacco. Just loved it. You know, I would, you know, growing up later, like mm -hmm. as a teenager, yeah. walking down the beach, yep. I'd smell a cigar and I'd be like, okay, okay, where is that? Where mm -hmm. is that? You know, I just, I love it. You know, and it it actually was years later. Um, I dated somebody who was a cigar smoker, mm -hmm. and we went to several different places. And he taught me yeah. the ways, the ways, know, the, the ways, <laughs> the ways of the force. Right. And um, you became his little padawan. No, no, I didn't. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You were a Jedi already. I wanted to be a Jedi all on my own. <laughs> I don't know that that's how it works, but okay. Yeah, I don't need. I don't need, I don't need some guy to show me how to do it. Well, there aren't. A, I mean, well, that 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 brings up the 
something I really want to talk about. Mm -hmm. and I, I, I want to I want to hear you chime in on this too, Bree. You know, there there is this, you know, uh, the big conception out there is that cigars are really a guy thing. Yeah. And it's you know if if you really want to, uh, um, you know, express your masculinity, you smoke a cigar, and it's you know it's a you know, if you're a real man, you're going to smoke a cigar. You see all this stuff um, out there with, you know, wording like that. And <laughs> now I know a lot of women who smoke cigars. Mm -hmm. Yourself, Bree, you know, um, the Potion Master, uh, Heather, who's watching the show. I, you know, I, I know Hi, lots Heather. of women who smoke cigars. And so... You know what is it that you know how how does it how does that impact your understanding of yourself as a woman D does cigar smoking impact your you know it, it, if cigar smoking is like something that you do to show your masculinity how do you look at cigar smoking as how it affects your own understanding of I, womanhood i don't do it to show my masculinity well, that's what that's what i'm saying it's it's got to be different there is so no I'm, I'm, reason I'm, as a woman that i should not be able to smoke this cigar right my money is just as good as your money bucko Ooh, you know? strong words hey. there i think you're totally misunderstanding my well, question i'm just saying i'm not saying, saying that you're a man man i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying is you know you obviously have made this part of your identity Yes. Right. And Very for a long so. time, you know, so how how does cigar smoking, you know, how, what do you do when when women come around and say, oh, what are you doing smoking a cigar? You know, you obviously think it's something that, that I, you should do I and do. that it, that, you know, is is something that is attractive to you. You know, I have had one person and all my friends mm -hmm. say, why do you smoke that? one person and i'm like you have to experience it and it is the experience of the cigar mm -hmm. whether i'm alone by myself enjoying the cigar or mm -hmm. with i'm or if i'm sitting with people i mean it's it's calming it's relaxing it's that quiet time i can't keep these on it's that quiet time that that you can think and kind of get it all together right um and, and and they're good. <laughs> you know? They're really good. Yeah. You know? So uh, I love it. Mm. And I get really irritated if somebody does the, what are you looking for for your husband's honey? You know, it's like, yeah. oh, really, dude. What well, is? That's, and that's then when the they assumption. Pick up, then when they pick up something that's been infused or something like that, mm -hmm. and I go right over to something strong, and I'm like, no, I'm going to take this. See, that's yeah. something, you know, and, and I, I still, having been in this business for as long as I have, when I see a big, burly, tattooed dude come into the <laughs> shop Sorry. and go down and pick himself up an acid, blondie, bellicoso, I just shake my head. I can't understand. 
what happened to you? Something you're damaged. You know, you're <laughs> damaged. What's, what's my god? Why are you going down there? Smoke wow. a real cigar. You, know? you know, we're what? gonna have the... like all of like Hell's Angels out here. I know, right. I know, because that's what they smoke. That is. That's that what they is. smoke. The badder a guy in. looks, the more likely he's gonna smoke acid. They're gonna come in and just take over the show. So I don't get it. The, bo- the bottom line is, does it really matter? We all like what we like. Mm-hmm. You know, I I initially started with infused. There yeah. are a couple that that I like. Yeah. You know, and every now and then I'll have it. Mm-hmm. Infused is not my thing anymore, and I smoke the gamut yeah. from things that are mild to things that'll really knock you. You mm-hmm. know, and I like it all. It depends on what I'm doing and where I am, and if I'm eating or if I'm drinking. There's just so many factors that go into it. Right. And you know what? What, what you like, you like. What, what anybody likes is, and you know what? I don't care if some big, hunky okay. motorcycle guy comes in and, and grabs, you know, an acid toast or something like that. If that's what they like and that makes them happy, so be it. But I'm um, going to pick something a little different. <laughs> Stop cigar shaming. Right, right, right exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean. I don't think I'm shaming. It's just, it's, you know, I, I totally agree. Smoke what you like. It's just so funny that that you know if you can bench press 400 pounds you're going for a toast (laughs) i would think if you can bench 400 pounds you're going for a totus las dias because you're that bad well you know part of our job as cigar smokers Mm -hmm. are to enlighten them it's to share what we know and what we love right and to encourage them to try other things i agree yeah you know I'll be honest, there are some things I've smoked that have got to me. They were strong, and I was like, oh, my goodness, you know. And it took me a while to build up to things. But if you really enjoy something, I will think nothing of handing somebody a cigar from from my little cache of cigars. Mm. I want that person to experience it the way I do and hope that they will. You know, yeah, if you like those infused, go for it. But try this one too because i think you're going to be surprised yeah okay so i'd probably encourage him to try a brulee (laughs) (laughs) you know like let's jump up to this you know but uh yeah i mean isn't that our job yeah not just being people in the industry i mean if i go to another shop if i meet a friend that is part of what we do no, and it's I, I think com- it's I think it's part of the culture amongst too. Us too. I think it's part of the culture in in, in, in cigars is is to share yes. what you like. Um, cigar smokers are some of the most generous people I've ever met. That's very true. And they're very free with with sharing what they've tried. And uh, if they find something they like, you know, the one of the first things they're going to do is try and and share it with somebody right. else. And um, yeah, that goes on all the time. It does. It's very natural, it does. I think. I've made some incredible friends in cigar smoking. I mean, I've bonded with people. That sounds kind of corny. Bonded, we're like stuck. I've bonded no. with people. <laughs> but no, it's true, you know? And, um, and that is one of the aspects of cigar smoking that I like. I love going into a shop and sitting around and smoking, hmm. talking to the people that are there. Okay, so maybe I'd like to talk a little bit. Yeah. But you can have such a diverse group of people and your conversations can enlighten you to different things that you would never think about. Oh, totally. You know, and that's the magic of a cigar, cigar shop. And cigar sitting, shop. Sh- sh- yeah. Cigar <laughs> shop. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it, one of the things I have really enjoyed about the cigar shop is that you can sit with people who you would never cross paths with in any other place. Mm -hmm. You know, the the big successful businessman, the teacher, the you know, the janitor from somewhere else, the business owner, the retired guy. Right. They're all going to sit down and somebody may be smoking, you know, a 3 or $4 cigar. Somebody may be smoking a $30 cigar. But all of a sudden you sit down and because you're having a cigar together, there's something in common that you have and you start. And it, it's, it's, it's so great how it's like this. Um, it just puts everybody on the same plane. It does. And... Um, it's, I've, I've had some of the most fascinating talks with people. I've met some of the um, most interesting people just sitting in the lounge at a cigar shop. And I don't know that that would have happened that naturally anywhere else. You know? You're right. Now, Bree, I wanted to ask you as a, a, a woman, too, that whole question. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to argue <laughs> that cigars are for men. I'm saying that men see it as a something that expresses their masculinity. Is there a it, it is and it, there may not be an answer. I don't know, but do you see cigar smoking as an expression of your femininity, your womanhood? I, I honestly see it as something personally that's very um, gender neutral and unifying, especially being behind the bar. Because it's it's like, I don't know, behind the bar, obviously, it's a bar. Like, some people come in for cigars, some people don't come in for cigars, some people are just, like, there to have a drink. And then they're in the environment, so they're just like, oh, I'm going to have a cigar, too. Like, tell me about cigars. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of there for, like, the learning experience. And I think that that does kind of invite, like, more women into the playing field. And I think that the cigar industry is just breaking out of um, that, like, historical stigma mm. where, like, you had gentlemen's, like, cigar lounges where it was like, oh, men's only, like, blah, blah, right. blah, blah. And it was right. kind of that sort of activity. Um, so I think, like, for me, with where I entered the cigar industry, um, even though, like, we're the minority, I guess, in this case, um, it, it almost like it does stand out more to a lot of men but for us it's kind of just like an everyday part of life and like um you, you are kind of like glad to see other people take interest in cigars just because of the fact that you're smoking one and they're like oh like you know women will come in like oh like they're smoking cigars i'm gonna try a cigar now mm. and then you know they kind of get that glimpse of the world as well right yeah it's and that that is a good segue into my pastor padrone cigar confession for today and um are you going to do something there dave no no okay <laughs> so, <laughs> just checking with the producer he had some tricks that he was going to do tonight but everything uh, else but that one everything else but that one you know so one of the things that often happens in the cigar shop um and this particular story I'm going to tell you happened uh, when I was working at a little taste of Cuba, this little place down in central New Jersey. And uh, this was a long time ago. And this guy walked into the shop and he's like, 
oh, I love the smell of a cigar shop. This is so great. The leather, the earth, the spice. This is so awesome. I love coming in here. And not five minutes later, some couple came in and the uh, wife of the guy who was coming in to get cigars came in and, and literally put her hand over her mouth and went, oh, oh, gag me. Oh, this is so horrible. How can you stand to be in here? And I looked at her and I said, it's Guy Potpourri. <laughs> I said, when you walk into Crablin and Evel Tree in the mall, and yes, I said it backwards. Yes, you did, but um, that's okay. On purpose. <laughs> okay. And, you know, you get all that eucalyptus and all that, uh, you know, potpourri in there. You're like, oh, this smells so great. I could stay in here forever. Your husband has a headache and he goes and sits outside <laughs> on the bench and waits for you to come out. This is the reverse. It's guy potpourri. This is what relaxes. I find it and, and she And she nodded her head and she said, oh, I guess I understand that. And so that's kind of how I, but for the majority of women, and my wife is included in this, cigar smoke really is, is, is a turnoff to her. And, and, to a, and to a lot of women, and I've never understood that. And I, but that said, my point is, you know, if, you know, to come in to a shop that sells cigars and say, wow, this really smells like cigars, that's horrible, is just one of my big pet peeves. Well, it does it, say it's, cigars. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what did you expect? Right. We're not a shoe shop lady. And, you know, what's, what's one of your big cigar pet peeves? It, well, it really is the way men can sometimes treat women in the shop mm. with what we have hacks behind <laughs> us people if you hear murmuring going on it's not the mob overseeing Heather did what we're ask doing about the surprise guests you know uh, but we have we have a couple of hacks they're my hacks the cigar hacks in the house we've got reverend harvey and nurse rick in the house with us watching Yep. Uh, so you don't like the way some men. It's well, I, I discussed it briefly already. Mm -hmm. it, it 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 just really bothers me that people either don't understand why I'm there, mm -hmm. or expect me to smoke something that really isn't my cup of tea. <laughs> you like know? an acid blondie. Yeah, like one of them, you know, or or I'm sitting in a chair and I'm told I need to move because, mm. you know, like that's Joe's chair, chair or whatever, you know, and I'm like, well, is Joe here right now? You know, <laughs> I, I had that happen to me in Atlanta. Really? It was myself and two other people sitting in the chairs and the one guy says to me, you really need to move. That's Joe's chair. And I was like, are you kidding? Where is Joe? Well, he's not here. He'll be in around four, and it's like two. I'm like, oh, come on! I'm like, I may That's not be lame. here at four. I mean, yeah, you know, don't mess with the chair, you know. <laughs> but respect the chair, right? Respect right. the chair, right, Dave? Mm-hmm. Respect the chair. Respect it. Mm. Dave, what do you think of the cigar and the pairing here? Um, the pairing, I'm not sure. I didn't really get too much to drink. Um, yeah. Everybody's a critic. Huh? <laughs> I finished it like a quarter of the way through, basically. So don't feel no, bad. But the the cigar is fantastic. You know, getting a lot of um, like earth, maybe a, a hint of like a peppercorn. 
It's extremely smooth, uh, very creamy. Um, it's burning excellently. Um, and the retro hail is also very smooth and creamy. I like it a lot. Smooth, I get. Creamy, I don't know. I don't um, know if I that's, get creamy. That's that <laughs> you know, and I know everyone's taste is different. You know, I I I do think it's very smooth, but it's very it's very rich to me. Yeah, for sure. It's very rich, mm -hmm. deep, dark chocolate. You know, uh, coffee, earth. Um, there is a real there is a sweetness to the cigar, but it's a very heavy, dark, su subdued kind of sweetness that I'm picking up from this. There's a fair amount of pepper, too, in the retro hail. Yeah, um, I'm not getting any of that. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't find it real peppery. I don't find it, it. It's certainly not in the mouth, but in the retro, I get more pepper. Yeah. I'm not a, I don't. You don't, I don't retro? Re nope. You don't do that kind of thing? Nope. It hurts my nose. <laughs> you get used to it. No. Well, this 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 would is one of those cigars that, you know, if if you had a real bad cold and you had some sinuses and you need to clean them out. Oh, thanks. Just retrohale one of these. <laughs> yep, clean Oop. you right out. Get it right out yep. of there. Okay. Don't need Sudafed or anything. Just smoke the cigar. Already Very medicinal. About it. Very medicinal there. Um, Bree, final thoughts on the uh, Totus Lustius and the pairing here? I'm, um, it's still really smooth. Um, it's, I'm getting more of, um, yeah, not, it's not really a peppery spice. It's more of like, uh, like a warm clovey spice. Like it's very warm subtle. Warm clovey. It's, um, mm -hmm. but it's, it's surprisingly very pleasant. Like I knew it was going to be good, but I, I expected <laughs> it to be stronger. You know what I mean? Okay. And yeah. So, yeah. I think um, this size I'm is. I'm puffing it down pretty much. There <laughs> right you go. Mm. It's like. Yeah, you're really enjoying it. That's good. That's good. I think yeah. the smaller ring gauge gets yeah. a little more intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the smaller ring gauge. When I had the smaller ring gauge before, it was really stronger than mm -hmm. this one. This one's subtle. You get the deep, rich, dark chocolate espressos. Got some spice on the retro hail. Right. Um, I guess you can go as far as saying it is creamy. The smoke is a little creamy. Um, but definitely a strong cigar, though. Unfortunately, I can't say much about the pairing. Because I don't. We're gonna do this again. Because well, I don't. We're gonna do this again. I don't have any. Every ten wait, minutes, wait. we'll we'll go back over this. So I have something on that note. So, um, like obviously, uh, if you're in the cigar bar and you're smoking a cigar of this girth, um, you're gonna yeah this probably girth. maybe have a double. But in a pairing, in a tasting it. situation, <laughs> um, it, it's I think it's important to really like um, focus on the flavors you're getting when you puff take a small sip, get the mouthfeel of the bourbon, get a mouthfeel of the cigar smoke. Um, and you're, you are capable of kind of getting an idea of what the pairing is going to be like. It's just that you have to... You drank it too fast. You drank it too fast, yes. buddy. It was barely a shot in there. It was definitely not a shot. It was like... There was like... You just, you, just, you just coated the bottom of the glass and said, here, Nick, have this... Through forty minutes of us talking about the cigar, like 
No, it doesn't. That doesn't work with me. I, I you could, you, we should have brought a whole bottle. I should have. We should have had Pastor Padron here pick up a bottle on the way in. I can't complain. I have a whole bottle waiting for me at home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going fair. to Bree's house. <laughs> yep, we're all going to Bree's house after okay. this. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Um, I suppose I should ask you, Sam. Oh. What's your, what are your final thoughts on the cigar and uh, the pairing? Were you able to smoke it, or are I, you I did. Dead I did pretty now? well. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, about, that. I'm, I'm about proud done. Of you. But I, you know, I'm, I'm working through it. That, yeah, a, that, that a girl you did very Thank well. That, that a girl. Sweet. <laughs> such, such a sweet ladies' club we have here. Yes. Um, it. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. It. I really did. Roll? It was. Uh, at, you know, as I got into it a little bit more, it evened out. I think mm-hmm. is probably how I would put it. And you know, I was more ready for what was coming at me each time. You know, I went for a puff, and it. It it totally wasn't too strong for me, which is what I was worried about. But yeah, like I got a good good spice to it. It's it's thick and dark, just like you're saying. Mm. But it's not. Uh, it doesn't linger too long. Say that one more time. Thick and dark. Mm, yeah. Thick and <laughs> dark. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, oh I mean the pairing the pairing went beautifully. If you take nice small sips, that your your three quarter an ounce can last. 35 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And oh, or, oh, or 10 look, minutes. Look at this. I still have some left. I still have, yeah. I still have some good stuff. But yeah, I think it, it really brought out the sweetness in the definitely. campfire. Big yeah, time. For sure. Which is really yeah, I agree cool. with it that. gave it a totally different flavor profile, yeah. Yeah. which I enjoyed. That I agree with. The, the, mm-hmm. And looking around at everybody's cigar, the cigar has been burning great. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely. Definitely the, the burned The construction is totally on point. And one of the reasons I, I had wanted to smoke this cigar, especially with, you know, um, Bree and Sam being with us who are not, you know, super strong cigar smokers normally, especially Sam, who's the newest to this, I think, mm-hmm. of everybody, that this is a great introduction to the line without giving you the biggest over-the-top thing. You, you can experience those right, flavors right, without right, getting the, the strongest version of that. Um, Yvonne, what do you think is the, is the strongest size in the Todos Los Dias line? I like the thick Lonsdale, and I think that that's the strongest. Do you think that's the strongest? Yeah. I do think it is. I, I would have to agree with that. Yeah. No? That, that has not been my impression. No? No. I, I, I don't... I expected the thick Lonsdale to, to really kind of knock Pastor Padrone onto his... Keister? Pontificating keister. <laughs> <laughs> to use Nick's word there, and it didn't. I, I think the I think the robusto is even stronger than that. Really? Well, or the short short shell. Then that's what they say about different tastes. It is. Yeah. You know? it Everybody's is. got a different palate. Right. Exactly. But, you know. Yeah. The thick Lonsdale never, never really did it for me. But that's what that's supposed to be, right? That's supposed to be the strongest. Yeah, it's and it's blended it's, to be it's the strongest. It's my favorite in the whole line. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the size I go to normally when I do the Todos Sestias. Mm. But this is, I, I like it. You know, let's face it, my boss makes good stuff. He does. Yeah. He does. I, I really like just about everything he, he does. makes. He does. He's a really talented, really talented guy. Um, so that's that for the first half of our show. And uh, we're going to take a little break here. And uh, I'm sure that... Uh, uh, Yvonne's thankful we're taking a break. <laughs> and, uh, no, we'll be right back. I'm so going to be right up behind there. her, I think. We're going to be right back smoking country lawyers. So hold Excellent. on. Don't go anywhere. 
All right, everybody, we're back for the second part of our show, and uh, we are going to be looking at Briarworks International's Country Lawyer, which is, uh, according to the tin description, spicy and full-bodied. This courthouse blend is sure to charm the jury with no exceptions. Case closed. The uh, Briarworks is manufactured for them uh, by Cornell and Deal, and it is a uh, cigar leaf based blend. It includes uh, Black Cavendish, Cigar Leaf, Kentucky, Oriental Turkish, and some Virginia. There's no flavoring in this. It's a ribbon cut blend. And uh, Sam, you have an interesting cocktail that we are pairing with this. What is this thing called? This is called a Bulldog Smash. And I had to jot down the ingredients here because there are a couple and I was going to forget mm. them. Um, so you take a half a peach, a quarter of a lemon, and about six mint leaves, muddle them up in some simple syrup, hit it with some control, and then some High West whiskey, two ounces of High West whiskey. Ooh, so yeah. it's, you know, I mean, it's just a totally done up. I mean, it's a smash. It's a smash. Absolutely. It's sure. a smashing smash. It's a smashing man. smash. Exactly. Right. And it turned out really, really good. I'm mm, kind of excited. Smashing. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. It is actually really good. Mm. A little bit of mint nice. in there. Yeah. It's not like minty, but you can, you know, mm. it's back there somewhere. Mm. Very, like very it. nice. Very nice. It goes now, very well with the pipe tobacco. Excellent. Uh, talking about pipe tobacco, you know, most, and we mentioned this last week, I think, that uh, most tobaccos are cased with something. Um, and, you know, that's to give a unique aroma or flavor to a particular tobacco or particular blend so that you know it's from a particular company. Uh, I think um, of Sam Gawith, right off the top, you hear about the, uh, um, you know, how they have this, there's the, often this very perfumey kind of smell to their tobaccos. It's very unique. They call it the Lakeland Essence. Um, that's a casing that they put on their tobacco that kind of makes it theirs. Um, now, you do. You, some people use the casings for that reason. Uh, a more important reason that casings are used is to adjust the pH of the tobacco and therefore in the blend that's being used, so that they, what they call mouthfeel improves. You don't want anything too acidic. You don't want anything too base. And so um, casings are added to tobacco, uh, not necessarily for you to end up tasting them, but to kind of control how you experience the tobacco. Now, in the case of Country Lawyer, there is no added flavorings in the tobacco that is used in this at all. That's very rare for blends. Um, Haunted Bookshop is also another tobacco that we happen to sell here at Twins that has no added flavorings or casings in the tobacco at all. All you're getting here is the tobacco. There is nothing that has been added to this, just the tobacco that is in the mix. Um, what are people thinking of this right off the top and the pairing here? And then we'll get into a little bit about what's going on at Twins and stuff like that. But uh, um, 
Sam, what are your initial thoughts on this? I kind of described, I gave you some tasting notes about this and you came up with the, the cocktail here. What, how, do, how are you thinking you did? Uh, pretty, pretty good so far. I think the drink is a, <clears throat> excuse me, is a touch sweeter than I meant for it to be. As I got a couple sips in here, I think I wanted a little bit more bourbon mm -hmm. punch to it. Although it is very, very refreshing and nice. Mm. You could definitely drink it is. a couple of It is. It's very, very nice. Um, and I think it's going pretty well here with this tobacco. I mean, it's got a uh, sort of... Uh, a, like a, a, a leafy, like a, a dark, leafy, earthy I taste that totally I get. I totally understand right? that with it And it's, it's not heavy, like it's yeah. like like earth earth, but mm -hmm. but still dark and crispy, like dried leaves. Dark and crispy, dried you know, leaves. Right? That's basically that kind what this of, is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It's like Excellent. I'm smoking tobacco. And it's got no added flavoring, so I got it's a lot of nail on the head, notes. right? It is uh, dried leaves, and it's pretty good. It's a lot of tobacco <laughs> notes in there for Sam. Bree, do you have anything to, to add to that? Hopefully. Please, I, yes. I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just really enjoying it. Honestly, it's, it's almost like um, an alternative take on like a Kentucky Derby pairing. Like I can mm. just see like being at a derby and like having this this tobacco, which is like very, like Sam said, like earthy and like deep with like spice. And then once mm -hmm. you take a sip of the drink, there's kind of like that sour palate behind it all that mm. like rounds it out with a certain sweetness. And then the retro tail has kind of that like smoke, that slight smoked meat mm -hmm. flavor um, that's toned down like just right by the cocktail. It's very pleasing. That's some that's some good description there, Bree. All right, all right, right. I get it. I get it. Message received. Now, Jake, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, uh, Nick. Yeah. You want to share some thoughts that maybe you have in addition to what has already been said? Sweet nuts. Thank yes. you, Nick. We'll now move on to Dave. <laughs> Sweet nuts. Excellent. Dave doesn't use words, he just uses the soundboard yeah. now. <laughs> oh, my life as a podcast host is somewhat questionable these That's days. I'd, I'd love to ask you what you think, but you, well, you're not smoking it there. You're still I, smoking. You're you still smoking. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed. Aww. Half the reason I came was I thought there was going to be a country lawyer here. <laughs> yes. Oh. She thought Matthew McConaughey was going to be here in his Lincoln. Mm -hmm. right. Well, sorry. I'm sorry for the miscommunication. I'm sorry. No, but it's, such it's okay. is I. But I'm not a pipe smoker. No, you're not. Yet. Dan can be yeah. your Atticus Finch. Yet. <laughs> the Darth, the nice. Darth Piper nice sits thing. next nice. to you, and uh, I changed the hacks. I can change you, too. Yep. No, Steve's I'm, I'm actually curious. talked about. Steve's actually talked to me about getting a pipe. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely curious. Mm. I had one grandfather that did cigars and mm. the other one that smoked a pipe. So mm. there's, yeah. What's interesting to me about this tobacco is, you know, uh, it's it's very interesting to me when any blend uses cigar leaf because mm -hmm. then you get into the whole thing of well if you want to taste a cigar why don't you just smoke a cigar instead of trying to recreate what it would be like in a pipe um, but this blend um, really does kind of give the impression of of a nice full-bodied cigar 
I don't think the blend is that full bodied. No, I, I think I it's more medium, uh, you know, so the description of spicy and full bodied, that doesn't really fit with my experience of this blend. That said, the finish, the, the taste that's left on your tongue is very similar to of having smoked a very strong full bodied cigar like the Todos Los Dias. So it's like you're getting that finish that earthy, smoky, leathery kind of aftertaste on your tongue without having to smoke something that is wicked strong and spicy to get it. And it's very interesting to me. So I, when, I, when I think about what I'm tasting after I've stopped smoking, it does remind me of a lot of a cigar. It does remind me of, of that kind of, you know, late summer southern country lawyer <laughs> you know, sitting smoking a cigar or a pipe or something in there. You know, I, I do get that kind of feeling. Um, on the other hand, you know, I, the, as I'm smoking it uh, myself, you know, the flavors I'm getting, you know, um, some wood, some leather, um, some earth. Um, it's almost like the finish is more interesting than the actual smoking of it does anyone else feel the same way yeah dave says yeah <laughs> do you want to expand on that yeah dave well it's got that lingering tang that you get i guess or mouthfeel that you get from like a cigar too mm -hmm. um where it stays on the tongue that's what i'm getting from yeah that's basically what i said um, this is why the Jackson Five split up right here. This is how yeah, it happened. Basically, <laughs> totally no communication. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, what do you think, Bree? Do you think that is 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 the finish more interesting to you than the actual smoking of the pipe? Absolutely. Mm. Um. I don't know. It is interesting to me. Like I, I almost feel like, just like how you said, it's pretty much um, like a cigar and a pipe. Mm -hmm. I feel like putting it in pipe tobacco form has almost allowed it to open up more. Just like okay. how like you open up certain stuff like uh, whiskeys, it's it's almost like it can breathe a little bit more. So you're getting mm. like more complex flavors out of it. It's, yeah, it's I'm. Unique. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it very much. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. Um, but what I'm enjoying most is the, the stopping and kind of feeling how things finish off. Mm -hmm. And I think the drink is really going great with it. I oh, think yeah. it's another contrasting pairing. And that seems to be Sam's thing, you know, <laughs> is to, you know, why do complimentary when you could, you know, contrast <laughs> it and off. slap your face with something mm -hmm. silly. Mm -hmm. um, but it works with this. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, the, it's like a cleanser. the yeah, you've, you do have that sweetness from the, the peach mm. that's in there. And that, you know, really complements the, the sweetness of the Cavendish that's in this tobacco. Um, but the, the citrus and even that little bit of mint, mm. you know, can uh, that kind of goes, you know, with the Virginias and everything. And then the cigar leaf just kind of uh, mellows everything out. It's, right, it's right, really right. It's, it's really nice. 
it's a very well-rounded every part of your tongue is doing something right exactly you know, definitely you know, definitely in this case or reacting to something not doing something mm -hmm. but reacting to what's it what's in there mm. oh my goodness um let's talk a little bit about what's going on at uh, twins over the next couple of weeks i'm excited that one of the things that's happening this week is we're having a dunbarton tobacco and trust event imagine that oh my gosh mm -hmm. and yvonne will be at both yeah. Events. I'll be there. At both. I will. At Hooksit on uh, the 13th from 3 to 8 p.m. And then uh, the following day, Friday the 14th, at Londonderry from 4 to 9. And there's going to be specials on all of uh, uh, Dunbarton's stuff. So you've got Sober Mesa, which the original line and the brulee. Right. And then you've got Mi Carita. Yes, you and Tricky Traka, in the in, right, and then you've got Todos Los Dias, of course. What we what we're smoking, and then you've got the Moistra de Saka line. Right, all of that will be there, and Umbagog. Yes, don't forget Umbagog. Don't forget Umbagog. Have I I got everything right? Nope. That's what's <gasps> Sin Compromiso. Sin Compromiso. Mm, how could I forget you, yeah. you sweet chocolatey goodness. <laughs> I love those cigars. I, I really do enjoy just about everything he makes. Yeah. Uh, Sin Compromiso is probably my favorite. Uh, and we talked about it before the show, the number five, which is Phenomenal. the Toro. Right. Um, followed by the number two. Those are my two favorite sizes in the uh, Sin Compromiso. But the five. Mm, the five. <laughs> That's really Pretty good. Pretty darn good. Really good stuff. And... There's some special event cigars that are going to be available when Pulpetta. you buy single, the Pulpetta, right? And those are only cigars you can get at, at, events. at events. And so as you buy a certain number of singles or boxes, you get one or more of those right. Pulpettas. Right, depending on the amount that you buy. Correct. So you want to come for that. Yeah. How good are those Pulpettas? I, I haven't had one of those. <laughs> Sorry. No? They're good. They're good? They're very Why good. Why are you apologizing? Oh, well. Because that was kind of an evil laugh. It was. Like, it was that evil, like, <laughs> I had it, you yeah. have it. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> I'm not going to forget that. Yeah, well, I'm, I know I'll hear about it. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's going on this week. And then next week, uh, next Thursday, we are doing a Hammer and Sickle doubleheader with um, uh, oh Hammer goodness. and Sickle being uh, at the Hooksit store from 3 to 8 p.m. on the 20th, and then in Londonderry on the 21st from 4 to 9 p.m. You're gonna to wanna to be here for that. Uh, that's gonna be a great event at both places. And then of course, there is the 23rd annual Smokin' Blues Barbecue coming up Saturday, September 19th at Londonderry. Uh, that is a ticketed event. It is a massive event. Um, general admissions $135 um, that gets you a bag of 20 cigars all sorts of other swag that's going to be in there uh, all sorts of food there's events um, there's live entertainment uh, if you want to spruce it up a little bit you can get a VIP admission for 160 that gets you in an hour earlier gets you into a Bloody Mary bar and a brunch and uh, a few extras in your swag bag and you can also get a spouse ticket um, or you know a ticket for somebody who you just want to have come to the event but they're not they don't they don't want the swag bag which is 
way over the cost of the ticket and goods. Why you'd want to do that, I don't know. But yet it is offered because we're just like that for 50 bucks. Do you want to add anything to that, Bree? You're, you're planning this event and, and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a huge party, it is, right? It is. Well, we also, we have another event happening before that as well. Yes. That uh, Zeke and I have thrown into the mix last minute. Um, but on Saturday, August 22nd, 22nd right? we are doing a dog days donation spree. So what's happening there is um, pretty much we're raising money for the Animal Rescue League. Um, it's gonna be a dog free for all. You can bring your dogs to Twin Smoke Shop Londonderry, and we're gonna have in our parking lot um, a bunch of like local dog vendors, like a mobile groomer, um, like okay. food, music, um, the whole like. It's gonna be a big party from noon to five. Mm. Um, and we're doing um, proceeds from that event, like all of our raffle baskets donated by people like 603. Some of our local vendors are going to the ARL. Mm. Um, we're going to have deals on do all dog walker cigars from 724 that entire week, I believe. Right. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a good time. So if you have a dog, bring it to Twins um, from noon to 5 on August 22nd, Saturday. That's fantastic. But yeah, the, the barbecue is going to be full steam ahead and um there's going to be food cigars music and it's just mm -hmm. an all-around good time excellent excellent uh let's see what are people saying up there have there been any questions for us up there miss mm. howard needs her pipe yes <laughs> <laughs> oh uh Heather is saying uh, she's not in agreement with uh, me. It's not at all like the Totos Lustias. I'm not saying it's like the Totos Lustias. I'm saying that it's got a strong cigar kind of finish to it. Um, but I don't think it tastes as strong as the finish is. It's, it's almost like you're, um, you're, you have that kind of full-bodied finish, but it's a medium-bodied smoke if that makes any sense and i think brie and um uh, nick agree with me from their previous comments Correct. anyway there could be some cognitive dissonance going on and what what are you doing you're, you're poking you're poking your pipe and like you had to unclog it it's good now it's good now okay are you, you're smoking it now control. you're, you're all under worry. control all under control okay very good all right so <clears throat> let's look a little bit at what is going on in the tobacco world news with paul brought to you by dan <laughs> there's that nifty little segment there okay so um last week uh we talked about um uh the, the lawsuit that was going on in San Diego about banning uh, flavored, um, tobacco. Fla flavored tobacco. And um, excellent. Yes, it was a wonderful story. <laughs> and we'd hoped that, uh, or actually, this was a couple of weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago now that I think about it, right? Um, this week, uh, we find that uh, now the, the story that Paul reported was a suit that was brought against San Diego County about uh, uh, making flavored tobacco like menthol, uh, cigarettes, 
pipe tobacco, acid cigars that we've been talking about illegal in San Diego. And they argued that the, uh, uh, ironically, the Federal Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act, uh, where things were put under the FDA's control back in 2009, actually made that illegal because it would be putting uh, rules and restrictions in place on a state level that were, would get in the way of the national regulations that were being put in place for tobacco. And uh, a court today decided that uh, that was not the case, and uh, they dismissed it. They dismissed it completely disagreeing with the tobacco companies, saying that... Um, uh, it says here, for, and this is from Half Wheel, in a ruling issued on August 7th, Judge Dale S. Fisher of the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California said that the ban does not interfere with the Federal uh, Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act, specifically because the count, county's law does not regulate tobacco product standards which fall under the purview of the law. In her ruling, Judge Fisher wrote that... Um, it does, that that law does not limit the county's authority to enact requirements, quote, relating to or prohibiting the sale, distribution, possession, exposure to, access to, advertising, and promotion of or use of tobacco products, products by individuals of any age, information reporting to the state, or measures relating to fire safety standards for tobacco products, unquote. And that, I believe, is right out of the law. And... Um, that's true that's you know i had kind of wondered where things were going to go with this um and that looks like a very bad thing however however this is a two-part thing here Ooh. and uh also on um august uh 6th the day prior to that ruling um california's proposed ban as a state was modified and uh, it says this, premium cigars scored a victory on Tuesday uh, as, along with pipe tobacco as they were removed from SB 793, a bill in California seeking to ban the sale of flavored tobacco products. The exemption came by way of an amendment made by a hearing in the Assembly Health Committee, which went on to pass the bill by a 10 to two vote with three members not voting. The committee recognized that premium cigars and pipe tobacco are both products that do not target children and thus deserved exemption from the ban. Well, so, yeah, yeah he's right. Things, you That's know, fantastic. get caught, get uh, not so good with the uh, legal battle there. And then all of a sudden you get this ruling that makes the whole thing null and void in California anyway. Yay. So, you know, we, we'd wondered about whether or not if 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 the suit against uh, San Diego and Los Angeles counties was you know went in the, into the cigar manufacturer's favor, that you might see that then happen in like Massachusetts, which had banned uh, flavored tobacco recently, but now it looks like you know the the court ruling is going to set a precedent. I think you're not going to see states like Massachusetts try and do anything that way. Um, but 
we're glad that California had the sense to at least do something that Massachusetts did not, which is to realize that uh, pipes and tobacco are not aimed at minors and therefore getting rid of your menthol cigarettes, acid cigars, and uh, dairy cherry pipe tobacco is uh, not going to be doing anything to save the children. Well, I'm glad you all like that. That's great. That's fantastic. Excellent. Yes, excellent. excellent. Thank you, Paul. Paul, I miss you. You need to come back. Yes. Okay. That's fantastic. You can't ever be on vacation again. All right. Very good. So, um, how about we take some time to do a would you rather question? Ooh, my favorite oh, part no. of the show. No, this is your favorite part of the show. Okay. So, Yvonne, yes. this is your this is your first time on our show, and. One of the things we do to kind of have a fun topic to talk about is we ask, or I ask, a would you rather question. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. And everyone gets to answer. You never know what these are going to be. Oh, fun, silly, <laughs> serious. Okay. okay. So the question today is, would you rather, Yvonne, we're going to start with you. Okay. Would you rather have a completely automated home or a self-driving car. That's tough. Completely automated home. Completely a doubt. automated home. Why? Why? What? What is attractive about that? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, I'm really thinking that actually it's the car part. It's the car. I part. love to drive a car. You love to drive a car, so yeah. you don't want to take that away from right. you. So you'd right. rather have the fully automated. Yeah. House. I don't. Yeah. I want to be in control. I'm not surprised at that. Yeah. But then that takes you out of control of your own house. Yeah. Because if it's if it's automated, then <laughs> things true. things are doing it. That was you know st stuff on its own. So oh, yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's. It's, it's time to take a shower. <laughs> Turning on the shower. <laughs> like I don't want to take a shower. I'll count sheep, right? Right, exactly. The story that you told us about yep. Alexa. Right, right. She made you. She made you count sheep. Right. Yeah. yeah. She did. I just casually mentioned that I was Alexa, tired and she me. wanted to count sheep. <laughs> Actually, she started to count sheep. It was a little freaky. There you go. Yeah. So you would rather have nothing then? Yeah. Honestly, I'd rather have nothing. There you go. <laughs> Not nothing, but okay. Forget the automated. Nothing. <laughs> Wow. Nick just ruined the whole premise did. of the game. It's a whole rather. Nick is now muted. And I, and I kind of feel kind of silly at the moment. <laughs> now, Sam, Sam Van Winkle, would you rather. Augmented house all day. Augmented house. Yeah, no question. Automated house. Yeah, absolutely. Why? It does more than the car. It like does a, a self driving car sounds fantastic. We're getting there eventually. I mean, I do enjoy it driving or you know cruising around for sure but like highway drives i'm not super excited for those but whatever but like vacuuming and doing the dishes Amen. and i don't know cleaning the walls and like whatever happens inside people's houses that like they do things like, all taken care of yeah that's the way to go does it cook does my automated house cook because then it's like way over yeah we're way automated. over the edge at this point house all day yeah is it like star trek with right the like i wanted to do it yeah. like if we're talking <laughs> like automated R house R here R it's got to be doing just some cool just cruising stuff. around right picking up my laundry yeah mainly <laughs> your egg rolls are done automated house all day <laughs> tucking him into bed <laughs> yes. well that's i mean that's just a dream since i was 
five anyway. R two D two tucking me in at night. I wish I had a mother to tuck me into bed. Instead, I just have a house that does it. <laughs> yeah, house all day. House, house. Uh, okay, that's it's a little bit creepy now. Dave, automated house or self driving car? I don't know. I'm kind of scared of both because it would probably be like, sorry, I can't do that, Dave. <laughs> oh yeah, I, w- I was assuming some level but of I like, would tell, testing. I'm, Get your mind out of the gutter and <laughs> ask, <laughs> Aside what would you gutter, rather have a fully automated house or a self-driving car? He's watching Blade run it too many times. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I would totally go for the house. Yep. I love driving. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, want, I want, you know, my, my food cooked. It's, it's very interesting. House the, the answers are basically, I, I love to drive, so I'll take the house. <laughs> yeah. It's... Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll take morning. both if anybody wants to give up their other half. I'll take, I'll take <laughs> the two of them. Sam's like, we can get some really good what, sleep. Uh, you know, you the way it works. Sleep, sleep, sleep. <laughs> not have to do the dishes. Hell it. Not have to clean. I mean, not that I do a ton well, of those things anyway. Well, you but don't like, do that if they anyway, were just all Dave. done. I mean, what no, would it really change? Uh, I don't have to yell at people to do it. Oh, yeah. That, that, there you go. Now, Bree, what about you? It depends. It depends. So, like, do you... In the car, do you have the option? Like, can you be like, I want to drive today? Can and you then... drive self-driving Another cars? Good yeah, Teslas. Anyway. Yeah. yeah like you well, say, they're not okay, fully self, you self-driving. Mode, you know? You've seen them? Yeah, they're not fully self-driving, because... though. They're not technically allowed to be, but they will go from A to B 100% by themselves. Not 100%. Literally 200 miles. Are. Yeah. They, they'll go. They'll, they'll totally do their own. There's semi-trucks yeah. semi that are fully automated. 100%, yeah. They've, uh, they've got it now. They are, they are remote watched and can be controlled remotely, but they are pretty much autonomous. Because, hmm. like, think about it. You drink too much one night, you're like, oh, drive me home. Mm. That's where it's yeah. really going to set See, right not there. having, not having to do the whole Uber thing. Yeah, would be cool. still, exactly. Would you still Take well, me home, I please. I also oh. wouldn't fully trust a fully automated house because I'm very skeptical about technology listening already. <laughs> but what if you get in the car drunk and it knows you're drunk and it just drives you to the police station? <laughs> uh, like what if that I, didn't, okay. I didn't put a key in the ignition, man. I had nothing to do with it. Either one. I will live a fully self-sustaining life. What, <laughs> what if it like detects your 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 blood alcohol, alcohol level content, yeah. by you just breathing? In the car, and then it's like, exactly. oh, you're intoxicated. I'm bringing you to the hospital, or I'm notifying the police. Like, well, <laughs> what happens at that point? It's not that, maybe, maybe not that crazy. Not it's not that crazy. Exactly. Maybe that's, that's not, why people like, wear masks when they're driving. Yep. Yeah. yeah. See, it depends yeah. on a lot. Like, oh, Nick, what about you? Would you? Right, would I was you, assuming a safe, reasonable parameter for this. That yeah, would be, right? That was this one. Now we're just off the rails. It's a big brother. All right. Cool. We're not talking. But that's where it's going to go, though. But we're not. We're not talking about like Terminator or Five Nights at Freddy's. But we don't know. know, Or Blade. I don't know. We trust the elevator to bring us to the 89th floor. What's the difference? Would you rather Nick have had a fully automated house or a fully automated car, self-driving car? Probably a fully automated house. I like driving. I I do. That's the same answer for everybody. Can, can he I have do. a fully automated house? I like driving. Bike. I like driving. <laughs> well, I don't like second care. The house will always be clean for my wife. There you go. Right, that's the thing. Like if it's just all done at home, the when house you get will home always every be clean time. for your wife, yeah. or your wife is always beds cleaning made. the house. Oh the beds made. We're, that's we're, like we are cleaning oh, the house true. together. But anyways, <laughs> I, I like driving. I like I like when I drive my motorcycle. Yeah, it's complete bliss. 
I zone out, not unsafely, but because <laughs> I would not be sitting here with you guys, but I zone out. It's complete bliss going through the gears, revving it to 10,000 RPMs, hearing the engine, hearing the exhaust, feeling the wind in my head, in my, well, used to be my hair, <laughs> now my head. But um, no, I, I, love, I love driving. I love the feel of the car and the response back to you and you have to be in total control we're all control freaks if, here if that yeah <laughs> yeah i would say so um but if that was taking away from me that would be i would be in depression for a very long time mm. because that for me to be in control of something that can be out of control is <laughs> is just awesome mm -hmm. you have you know what I mean? So say like you get into it. I love controlling that which could not, not necessarily harness the speed. Yeah. Well, that goes speed. all the way back to cowboys. and right. I mean, that's what motorcycles are for, right? Yeah, I mean, harnessing Mustangs, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, getting that horse and wrangling it. Yeah, wrangling that horse that you control the uncontrollable. Yeah, no, you're right. That's, that's car, human history right the there. <laughs> so yeah, I'd have the full automated house. Okay. Full automated. Wow. And what you? Are, well, me? Pastor. Yeah. Me? Dan. Dan. Full automated house. Yes. Yes. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I guess, you know, if my wife had any say in it at all, she would say the fully automated house. That's because she's I would not probably, an idiot. I would probably <laughs> have to go along with it. I, I, I love driving. I wouldn't mind having a... a, a a self-driving car? No, not at all. It's called the chauffeur. I think that'd be great. Yeah. You know, if I could sit, you know, and it's sit called, in the car. It's called the chauffeur. And not have to worry, you know, you know, have my pipe, you know, take both hands off, you know, and, and light that or, or a cigar or something, you know, and or talk on the phone and not have to worry about it. I mean, that'd be great. I mean, that's basically having somebody chauffeur you around. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Yeah, true. I mean, it's like it's, it's, you know, like. <laughs> Develop. <laughs> It could be like a, you know Raymond Reddington in Blacklist, you know, just sitting oh, in the back great seat. call out. Take great me, call out. Take me to take me to Twins. Oh, what's his All what's right. his boy's name there? The one he adopted, who always drives him around. He's really like badass, and he never talks. Oh, yeah. Um, Sam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else. Dembe. Dembe. To Kembe. Dembe. Dembe. That's it. That's it. I love. He's a great character. He's yeah. a great character on the show. That was yeah. a fun He's show. Very cool. It's very cool. But you know, I, I could really I could really go both ways. It would probably save my life a lot of extra work <laughs> if I got the if I did the automated house. But the automated house would have to recognize trash and well, move yeah, it itself yeah. to the trash. Parameter. Yeah. You gotta, you're because <laughs> my daughter's working perfectly. You know, you know, the inattentive type ADHD leaves my house in a constant state wow, of I feel there. chaos that just you know no amount of drugs seems to be able to do anything <laughs> with it, you know? okay, well then you have to try drugs first in order to know that though well yeah i i, I self-medicate with cigars and pipe tobacco that a boy that's that's what That'll i do, do that's it. what i do to stay sane you know um i think it's much more pleasant not that there isn't a place for drugs some people need that. I know that. You know, you have something medical. You know, go. Now, I'm not talking about going down the street to some guy on the corner. I'm talking about going to a doctor and getting some <laughs> kind of prescription. 
Larry's right. a doctor on the corner. <laughs> he calls himself Dr. Larry. You He's know, my kind of doctor. He's my kind of doctor. He's got what I need in those little bags. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd rather do this. And it does. And like you were saying about the cigar, it's calming. It it's, it's aromatherapy in a lot it of ways, is. right? It's mm -hmm. aromatherapy. That's why I like it. it you know, the, 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 you know it, this, and it's very similar, you know, with pipes, too, the you know, the holding the nice warm bowl, you know, feeling that, you know, the, the, the smoke, the, the aroma, the room note, the, it's just all very calming and it's very, very good. It's, it helps me to keep from losing my marbles, marbles. Well, I mean, on that same we note, not to, uh, not to bring up the untalkaboutable cigarettes. The untalkaboutable? Untalkaboutable. I just came up with that. You like that? Untalkaboutable. It's the new well, song. I don't, I don't even know what word I was set. going for. Untalkaboutable. when, you know, mid-long <laughs> mid bartending shift. Mm -hmm. I was talking about this the with somebody. mid-long bartending Mid-long bartending shift smoke break oh. is... <laughs> life changing like it's like it's, it's like going over the hill you know it's like cresting the hill you like it's just the it's the tiniest amount of a of a high right you do get a nicotine highs from cigarettes or from you know some various tobacco it's a very light obviously but it i mean you go from i have 30 drinks to make to i have 30 drinks to make in <laughs> minutes like i literally i will go outside if i don't have time and i will rip a cigarette in half and I will take a couple puffs and, you know, read one brief news story, two or three minutes. And it's just instantaneous, calmed, heart rate lowers, mm -hmm. brings it all down. I have a minute, clear the thoughts, and then you're back right into it. So I can obviously see that. Sam, are you getting paid by the cigarette company right now? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Holy Jesus. I went from. Appreciate went, a sponsorship. Yeah, right. No. I went from there, you know. He's Same trying to tobacco, make the change, and, right. and now he's like, "Oh, but it's, it's so good!" Like if I had, if so I focused. had to give up cigarettes in every aspect of my <laughs> life right now, except for one, it would be the one cigarette I have mid-shift, bartending or what, whatever you do. Mm -hmm. That is that just keeps your mind going so constantly. That boom, those two minutes can be, I mean, a huge boon to your productivity. How about brain surgery? I mean, it's, if, if I didn't have to be in that room for 30 hours at a time, I'm yeah, sure those, it steadies your hands, man. I mean, it's, you know, um, surgeons used to smoke over open wounds. You know, it's fine. It was like the back of the 1920s. That's how we lost McKinley, but, you know, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Bree, what's your final uh, thoughts on the uh, um, country lawyer by Brow Works? It's very country. Very country. Yeah, that makes me feel like a lawyer. Very country. Yeah. It's okay. um, yeah, it's maintaining its spice. Mm -hmm. It's still very pleasant. It's mellowed out a lot. Um, it's it's getting to that point now where like um, I'm surprisingly like still puffing it very frequently. Like normally towards the end, after a cigar and a pipe tobacco bowl, you're just kind of like, ah, put this down now. But mm. this is actually. Um, staying there maintaining the same exact flavor for me that it had at the start except yeah it's now very it's consistent more isn't caked it on. Mm. it's um more leather now mm -hmm. um the, sp the spice has mellowed out a lot and the mm -hmm. drink was like perfect to help maintain that i think nick what do you think i'd have to agree with brie medium body mm -hmm. the spice that i was getting in the beginning mellowed out but well balanced mm -hmm. um 
leather, earth, the spice, medium body, great. And Sam mixed a hell of a drink. That was, uh, even though it was a contrasting pairing, it was very crisp, very refreshing, especially when you're going back and forth from the pipe to the drink. It was cleansing my palate. Mm-hmm. The sweet note from the drink was carrying over to the tobacco. Definitely. It was very, very good. Very good. Well done, Samuel. Well done. Much appreciated. Very good. And Dave, what about you? What do you uh, think I of the pipe tobacco? And the drink. <laughs> I like to drink. It was contrasting and sour. And uh, the tobacco tastes good. That's what I have to say. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. We're good. Do you have anything to add to that, Dave? Yum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice, nice. In true fashion. True mm-hmm. Dave fashion. In true Dave fashion. Red Man Robert. of few words. All right. Um, next week is going to be a really, really cool show. As if this show wasn't cool enough. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's moving on with Yvonne. You know? uh, that's, that's our bonus episode. That's our bonus episode. Um, next week, we are having our anniversary episode. Our first our show first aired on August 16th. And uh, August 17th is next Monday. And that will mark a year and a day. One year. Since we entered the airwaves and um, that's 52 shows for us at least we've done some a few specials along the way so it's actually a little bit more than that i think but uh we're going to have orlando cabrera back on on. the show with us nice next week we're going to be smoking the boulevard robusto and we are going to be smoking rat trays old gallery Ooh. A very nice special tobacco next week to go along with That's that. That's fantastic. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Also, uh, I think Paul's back next week. He is, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that'll be good to have him on. And um, Yvonne, thank you so much for being with us. I hope that uh, you have not been scared away and uh, will come back sometime. You know I'll come back. Absolutely. Oh, thank you good. for having me. Yeah, thank you for saying yes. I have your money in the bag. Okay. (laughs) And that's it for Not Just Blowing Smoke this week. Until next Monday night at 8 o'clock, stay smoky, my friends. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. Another day, another smoke. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at notjustblowingsmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. <laughs>